0: night at 10 it's michael Knowles. now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi
1: underway it's day number
2: 11
1: 11, 11 <laughs> of the uh idaho's largest toy drive now um before we get to uh update on the toy drive nate showman out here once again um For those of you who will be headed to work or to do anything this morning, uh, allow yourself a good... Extra amount of time. A couple things you're going to be dealing with. A dense fog advisory, and it is thick in most yes, of the Treasure Valley this just morning.
3: One of those days here in the Bay Area.
1: Uh, another extra, took me an extra 15, 20 minutes to drive uh, to work just because of A, how slick it was, and the roads. We're about 26 degrees right now. So, roads uh, with that freezing fog to the roads. And I know this firsthand because uh, I went completely through a stoplight in downtown Boise. Uh, This morning, and I wasn't driving fast, light Mm. turned red, put on the brakes, and Mm -hmm. I was to the middle of the intersection. Luckily, nobody Mm. was coming the other way before it stopped. So allow yourself a lot of extra time this morning, uh, a lot of extra space between the vehicle, uh, uh, between you and the vehicle in front of you, because it's going to be a little bit hazardous. Still ran a light. Still, I did. Luckily, there was no cop there.
3: Yeah. Still um, ran a light. Yeah, you're I, did, gonna, I, did. You're, I did. I you're did. I did it. You're gonna turn yourself in though, right? Yeah, I
1: already did. I called okay. the cops and said, "Hey, you might want to give me a ticket." Anybody believe see, see, that? Anybody see, who believes that probably... That's the,
3: that's the responsible thing to do as a citizen, I think, is to let the police know every time you break a rule.
1: Yeah, yeah I, th- I, I agree. Uh, Nate Shulman uh, is here. You're actually looking pretty good this morning. Thank better, you. Better than I expected you
4: to look on day number 11. i got to tell you, it's amazing what Tylenol will do for you. I've got to tell you, Mike. Tylenol and goodwill. Um, I'm just going to get right to it. What you see behind you is a full... Trailer number three. This okay. is number three, and it's full. Full. Go ahead, walk in there. Oh, it is full. So they're gonna offload it today. Oh. You're gonna see a seven-ton pull up. You're gonna see a box truck, a bunch of box trucks pull up. Now, right behind. I don't want you to get nervous in a little bit. Uh, I, I I don't know because they were <laughs> the, the more you hang out around it. There's O six hundred. They were supposed to to park a uh, an LAV right behind us at some point light armored uh vehicle all right okay yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah it's got a, it's got a turret on it um for some reason the word light doesn't make me feel better about armored vehicle <laughs> <laughs> well it's i mean it's diet as opposed to the regular mm-hmm. uh it has half the sugar so uh the that's the unit that's here is the uh light armored reconnaissance uh group that's here for the uh US Marine Corps reserve right and they figured they just you know Go ahead, drive it, show some people what they've been working on. Now, that's the plan for today, with the fog being the way it is. That's when, what I was wondering. <laughs> when, when Mike tells you it's, it's foggy, you can't see the semi
1: from Fairview. That's how foggy it is. Yeah. Remember how many complaints there were about the lights um, at Topgolf? Yeah. Drove by Topgolf get, this morning. Guess what you couldn't see? The lights, no lights anywhere. It couldn't was so see thick. Mike Casper shank
4: in one of his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't couldn't see the wicked slice <laughs> hey, he put on. That's <laughs> how thick on. it is. Who hasn't seen that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, let's see. We we have Mister and Missus Claus coming uh, coming by today wow, and right. tomorrow in Both the afternoon. Both days, yeah. yes, yeah. in the afternoon. Well, I get. It. I
1: mean, he works really early in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and getting ready. He's got his busy time of year is coming up.
4: Well, I mean, when you figure the time change between here yeah. and the North Pole, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. it's <laughs> the
1: thing <laughs> do you know uh times uh for that so if uh, parents want to plan on uh, i would visiting? say
4: between uh three and six is a right. is a good
1: time for so a- after school that's a good yes. idea oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah all right that's kind of cool but guys i gotta
4: tell you um we, we've been we've been busy this weekend we've been nothing but busy this weekend cars trucks uh trailers i mean it's it's been fantastic nathaniel came out for a bit uh and Saturday, um, you guys are here. Uh, Rick's here now. Um, I mean, the only one that hasn't been here is Ron, but you know he's busy. I get it.
1: I I so. hate I hate to ask, and the only reason that I'm asking is because I care about my hair and your hair. Um, I I know. I'll we've... give you
4: the same answer I've been getting, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> how, how much cash uh, are are we getting close? Because I know it's you know on Friday we had had tens of thousands of dollars uh-huh. already, so yeah,
3: we're not getting further away. Yeah.
4: yeah. No, I mean, I I wonder too, Mike. <laughs> I I too wonder, just like you, man. I I gotta tell you, I you're uh-huh.
3: just not gonna get enough on Is there an accountant of some sort <laughs> of taking care of this? Or uh...
4: you know what? There's there's some marine math going on. Marine okay,
3: math. Oh, yes. great. Yes. Marine math. There
4: is some marine math going on as we speak. But I, I, I that being said, I can't thank the man enough, and I know it bothers him every time I thank him. But for everybody that's donated, but Dick Scott. Over at Tom Scott, Honda, just laid down a $10,000 dollar check.
1: Oh wow.
4: yeah, uh, which was which was fun because uh, fun for him because it was one of many checks he was writing to other charities. He was just on that charity check delivering tour. At the uh, at the moment he dropped it off. So. What kind of
1: great job would that be? Yeah, here's some goodwill for you. Ten 000, you get ten thousand. You
3: get ten thousand. I used to say when I was a kid, they would say, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I said, "A philanthropist."
4: <laughs> but I got, um, I you know what the other the other fun thing is, uh, right before he did that, there was a, and I'm going to say this without saying their name, and it's not who you think it is, but there's a multi-billion-dollar software company that was. Himming and hawing about whether or not they could they could make a donation. They heard about it, and when we told them what it was and where it was and how close to them it was, um, ten minutes later, they're like, oh, we can't commit to it. Can't commit to it. And they only have an income of sixteen billion dollars, but yeah, but apparently that's all spoken for. Yeah, okay. I guess. Yeah,
3: <laughs> well, a budget is a budget.
4: I mean, come hey, on, hey man. inflation, inflation. That's true. But for everybody that's given a dollar, for everyone that's given a toy. Try to have the kids walk around inside the uh, the trailer as much as possible so they can see what they've How been many? contributing to yeah. and all that. So, guys, thank you for being out here every morning. I, I know Thank it's, you. I know it's uncomfortable for you, but um, at the same time, you have a nice TDS fiber yes.
3: RV here. Uh, thank you, TDS I'm, fiber. I'm, I'm sitting on what's basically a couch. I have no problems at all. No.
1: No. I heard the horror story from the first year when how cold it was out here and, and walking around like today. Um, that would just cut right through you if we mm-hmm, were if mm-hmm. we were outside. So yeah, huge thank you to T D S Fiber. St-
3: Stephen King's out there inspired to write a story. <laughs> that's that's what, Tate's
4: Rents <laughs> has kept us alive outside with the donated propane and heater. Everything you and see. the tent. <laughs> and, well, and, and the tents from everybody from uh, from TDS, from uh, Scandinavian Design. Thank you so much. ICCU is going to be coming out today or tomorrow with the uh, money machine. So we we got a whole but we have a whole. Oh, and don't
1: forget that's what I was just about ready to uh, mention. I no, know where you're going.
4: Yep. If you have a toy and you're hungry today, all the Boomer restaurants, the brunchettes, uh Huck House, Blue Bench, Brunchette on the Lake. Um, the original, original
3: Sunrise Cafes. yeah, yep. Yep, the original awesome.
4: Sunrise Cafes and, of course, Biscuit and Hogs. One toy, 50% off, one meal.
1: There you go. And that's all today and today only. So if so, yes. you're going to take advantage of it. You have to do it today. So
3: let's say a person... Uh, Brought a toy to say biscuit and hogs, and ordered you know a a fairly substantial amount of bacon. That would be half off. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great deal. Just wanted to make plans for later. Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: There you go. We're underway again. Day number eleven. There is today and tomorrow up until seven p.m. If you want to donate your toys, it is six fifteen. Let's get our first check. There is a lot of sporting news going on today. Let's get our first check on sports. And welcome our new sponsor of uh, our sports updates: uh, Pork Belly and Cuna. Ready for something different? Swing in for an amazing espresso, food with a twist. Open 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day, Pork Belly in downtown CUNA.
5: Good morning. Fresno State beat Boise State for the Mountain West Championship. Final score was 28-16. to 16. With more on that, we check in with Bob Beeler.
6: The Broncos gave up a 70-yard punt return for a touchdown, and Taylon Green threw two interceptions that gave Fresno State short fields that they cashed in for touchdowns. Bright spots in the game for Boise State included Jonah Dalmas, who made all three of his field goals, and Davis Cutter, who had five catches for 93 yards and a touchdown. Yesterday, the Broncos received a bid to play in the Frisco Bowl against North Texas Saturday, December 17th. The game is in Frisco, Texas, and will kick off at 7.15 Mountain Time. Boise State is 9-4 and four on the year, while the Mean Green is 7-6. and six. The Broncos are bowl eligible for the 25th season in a row. Only Ohio State and Georgia have longer streaks. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI.
5: Fresno State with victory in the Mountain West Championship game over Boise State. Moves on to play in the L.A. Bowl. Their opponent will be Washington State. I'm Rick Worthington.
2: Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com.
5: Now back to
0: Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
1: That is uh, Bill Burr, one of the funniest touring comedians, in my opinion, uh, right now. And he is going to be touring here at the uh, Ford Idaho Center coming up this Thursday. Guess what? We have tickets to see Bill Burr this morning.
3: It's a good name for this kind of weather.
1: So if you'd like to uh, get your chance to uh, see Bill Burr, just listen for your cue to call. It's going to be coming up here before 10 o'clock, and uh, we will give uh, some lucky person those tickets Thursday night, at Ford Idaho Center to see comedian uh, Bill Burr. Be ready to call at 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Other items of uh, interest, if you would like to win today, we had a game uh, on the weekend, and unfortunately, Mountain West Championship. Boise State did not win, um, were not able to pull off a championship game against Fresno State. But there was a play of the game, believe it or not. If you listened in to the game afterwards, you know what that play of the game was. We have a $50 gift certificate to Lock, Stock, and Barrel. We'll be giving away coming up here between 8.30 and 9 o'clock this morning during Bronco Monday. Bob Beeler will be with us. And Pork Belly and CUNA. We've been there to the uh, Hometown Breakfast a couple times, and uh, we have a $50 gift certificate. If you've never been there, here's your chance to uh, find out what we already know, just how amazing the food is and how large the portions that mm-hmm. you actually get. Um, definitely going to fill you up, and they have some very unique items you're not going to find anyplace else. They have some good uh, people in the kitchen the there. Pork, pork belly bites. Mm, pork belly good. bites are really, really good. Um, chef Wally also works there occasionally uh, a couple times a week. So um, you know how good of a chef he is, trained chef. But we've got that $50 gift certificate coming up a little bit later this morning for our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. Our phone lines, as usual, are open. If you want to take part in the show, feel free. to 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Remember, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com, and uh, you can text us. That's the same as our main number, also 208-336-3700. A lot of other things to uh, talk about this morning. We'll, uh, of course, talk about the release of Twitter files uh, coming up here for you. Also, an investigation uh, underway. Boise Police Department, the mayor uh, last week, ordered that investigation to uh, get underway, and already... Um, One person has been uh, placed on uh, leave, having to do with uh, part of that investigation. We'll talk about that coming up here for you this morning. And uh, what do you want to talk about? We're live once again. Final two days going on at Idaho's largest toy drive in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. Final two days to get your... Toy, it's, toys in here. It's come down to this. It has. So if you haven't done so yet, and we're planning on doing it, 7 p.m. today. You have until then. And then 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. tomorrow night when we'll, we'll wrap things up. Um, we are through three. Full semis, full of toys, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, A chance to do something we've never done before. We've never had four full trailers, and we've got a good start on getting that fourth trailer. We can do it with your help. So, once again, get those toys in. New unwrapped gift or a whole truckload. Boatload, what else have we had? A uh, hearse, hearse load, um, whatever you <laughs> want to bring load. in. Tank load, yes. Bring them in. We're taking your donations uh, once again here in front of Sportsman's Warehouse, Fairview Avenue. It's just behind Texas Roadhouse. Hope to see you here today. Download
2: the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike
0: Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris,
1: live and local on News Talk, KBOI. So the family uh, got in the Christmas spirit this weekend. Mm-hmm. Went to Indian Creek uh, Plaza, checked out the Christmas lights. we will do it. Had a little dinner, and then to really get in the Christmas mood, uh, went and saw the new movie *Violent Night*.
3: And how was it? Fantastic! Don't take your kids. Two thumbs up, except for kids. Don't take your kids. All right. It's it's pretty two, violent. Two adult thumbs up.
1: It is uh, *Die Hard* meets *Home Alone* meets *The Santa Claus*. Really? Yeah. It's it's just absolutely different movie Christmas movie, but it is that, a Christmas movie. That sounds like it has something for everyone. It has the magic of <laughs> Santa. It it's heartwarming, it's absolutely violent and then it's also very very funny. So, um Definitely got in the mood. Over a million Christmas lights um, at Indian Creek. If you've never been to Indian Creek to see their lights, um, that's also different than any other Christmas lights. I know Sensi has a uh, whole lots of uh, lights here. and Both of them are free yeah. if you would like to go. It's but on Eagle Road. The uh, cool thing that they have uh, in uh, Canyon County and Caldwell, Fire Breathing Dragon that you don't necessarily um, see at other locations. It's all lit up every 10 minutes. It breathes fire. It's when located you think, right in the middle of Indian
3: Creek. Because when you think Christmas, you think, hey, yeah, fire-breathing fire dragon. Fire-breathing
1: dragon. So if you want to get in the Christmas spirit, I guarantee that will get you into the uh, Christmas spirit. KBOI Newstime is 644. Uh, by the way, congratulations to the Seattle Seahawks. You may have listened to that on News Talk KBOI yesterday. Uh, Great game, and I didn't realize that's the first time that Seattle had beaten the L.A. Rams on the road since 2017.
7: Hmm,
3: Seriously, five years. (laughs)
1: Five years since they've
3: beaten the Rams on the road. And they played them on the road every single year.
1: They hadn't beaten the Rams since 2020. Wow. That's the first time they've beaten the Rams since 2020. So um, great game, and you got to hear all of it on News Talk KBOI yesterday because we are the voice of the Seahawks where you hear all of their games. So they continue um, to be... In the hunt uh, for a uh, playoff berth, unfortunately, for those of us hoping for another <laughs> high draft pick, but Denver's helping out because they lost again yesterday. KBY News time is six forty-five. A lot of other sports locally happening here. This uh, sports update brought to you once again uh, by our new sponsor, Pork Belly and Cuna, sponsoring sports now. The best breakfast. And lunch you're going to find in CUNA is at the Pork Belly, downtown CUNA. They're eager to prove it to you, too. Get in today. See the entire menu if you want to check that out. See some of the different items that they have. PorkbellyIdaho.com. Check them out today. Also, uh, follow them
5: on Facebook for daily specials. Good morning. Boise State's basketball team is now 6-2 and two and has won four straight after they defeated Texas A&M 86-71 in Fort Worth on Saturday. More on that for Bob Beeler today.
6: The Broncos made a season-high 11 threes. Max Rice led the way with a career-high 25 points, and he said a good start helped. We just came out. We, we kind of got the lead early and just held on to it from there. Uh, I think it kind of shows how we're kind of a veteran squad. Uh, we just
7: we just held on to the lead, and, and I don't think it was ever really in doubt. So.
6: Marcus Shaver, Jr. added 20, and the Broncos had two players score 20 or more in a game for the first time since Shaver and Abu Kijab did it last year against UNLV. Up next for the Broncos, Eastern Oregon. And you can hear that game tomorrow night on 670 a.m. at 630. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI.
5: Other news for Boise State. The Broncos accepting a bid to play in the Frisco Bowl. Their opponent will be North Texas. This all comes after the Broncos lost to Fresno State in the Mountain West Championship game on Saturday. Fresno State, with the win, will play Washington State in the L.A. Bowl. That game also played Saturday, December 17th. I'm Rick Worthington.
2: Day from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino.
0: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
1: Once again, we are broadcasting live. Two more days, we are in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. It's Idaho's largest toy drive going on today till 7. Tomorrow, 6 a.m. till 7 p.m. Drop off a new unwrapped gift today and uh, help to make sure that every kid throughout the extended part of of the treasure valley and i say extended part because it goes up just south of riggins goes into uh baker city oregon twin falls which extends beyond the treasure mm-hmm. valley but um we call it an extended part of the treasure valley that's the uh marines mission in raising those toys so get those in here today also coming up today you want to uh, stick around and listen for your chance to get a 50 dollars gift certificate once again to pork belly this morning for our casper and chris damn near impossible question All you have to do is be ready to call. Coming up here in the uh, 8 o'clock hour, the Empire State Building makes a lot of money from running out office space in their building. But that's not where the most income comes from. What does most of the Empire State's building's money come from? If you know the answer, stick around. You can win that $50 pork belly gift certificate for our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question once again. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. The place to go for any questions having to do with real estate. get
2: 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI.
0: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and
2: local on News Talk KBOI. The investigation was prompted by revelations last month that a retired BPD captain who spent two decades with the department holds white supremacist views. The Idaho Statesman reports Mayor Lauren McLean picked prominent Washington, D.C. attorney Michael Bromwich with Steptoe and Johnson to lead the investigation. Bromwich has extensive experience with oversight, having served as the inspector general of the U.S. Department of Justice. He also led an extensive investigation into corruption at the Baltimore Police Department and is a former assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. According to a contract with the city, Bromwich's firm is expected to commence its investigation this month. And complete it by the end of 2023.
1: Let me uh, just want to check my calendar. This is 2022,
3: right? It is, yes.
1: So we don't expect this investigation to be over for um, uh, another year?
3: Pretty much, yeah.
1: It's going to take a while. Wow. That either means that there's a lot to investigate or they're not going to be investigating at a high rate of speed. This sounds like a qualified person to do it. Well, and I'm glad that they got somebody outside so that it eliminates any improprieties, looks of improprieties. I'm not saying that there would be, so it uh, eliminates any looks of improprieties from within the police department in hiding something.
3: Right. So often we hear about uh, people investigating themselves, and we wonder how that's fair.
1: Yeah. So, um... Totally get that. It's weird to me that it, they've already they're already saying that it's you know they, they hope to be done by next year, the end of next year, twenty twenty three. Um, also, Friday afternoon, um, a little more action by the mayor's office happened. Boise Mayor Lauren McLean announced Friday that Director of Office and Police Accountability would be placed on administrative leave, citing concern of actions taken within the office. Jesus Jara. Joined the staff on August 31st of 2021 when he was made director of OPA. According to a release from the mayor's office, Jara is being placed on leave due to his professional judgment. Unquote. Or lack thereof? Something. Mm. Boise City uh, Council members Clegg, Woodings, and Halliburton, who serve as oversight to OPA, joined the mayor in placing Jara on leave. Friday evening, Hepworth Law Offices announced it was hired to represent Jara and issued a response. The police cited a breach of contract by the city of Boise, retaliation concerns and violations of law. Unquote. That's from his lawyer. Hepworth, in a statement, called this a calculated political stunt and defamatory. Mr. Jara maintains he has acted with utmost diligence and integrity and at all times has sought to restore public confidence in the city of Boise's institutions. Hepworth Law Office's uh, release also said Mr. Jara looks forward to defending his honor and reputation when not bound by city policies regarding confidentiality. Kind of short on details, isn't it? Yeah, and the mayor's office isn't releasing any details either, citing that this has to do with... um, personal or personnel issues, which are private, so they're not releasing any info information either. Now Jara previously recommended to Mayor McLean in a memo in April that former Boise Police Department Chief Ryan Lee be placed on leave pending nine officers complaints against him, but the city refrained until Lee resigned in September after a story from K T V B came out talking about some of the allegations against Chief Lee. McLean told KTV, KTVB, and other news outlets at the time that Jara was out of scope regarding his recommendation to the mayor. Hmm. So Jara, who was the mayor claimed was out of scope, told the mayor that former captain should be placed on leave back in April. And then the mayor placed him on leave just recently here a right. couple months ago. Months so who So who was out of scope here? Because this didn't all happen until the news story on KTV, KTVB broke, and then two days later, all of a sudden, the mayor's like, oh, you have to, you know, you, we're going to suspend
3: you. Well, gee whiz, now that the public knows, we have to do something. Yeah, yeah I mean, like
1: there's a lot that seems very strange and not a lot of information that is uh, coming out on this. KTVB, by the way, had another story. I wanted to give you some of the highlights and let you listen to that here real quick.
8: Backlash from local law enforcement tonight against a recently retired Boise police captain. This comes one day after the mayor said she's launching an independent investigation into Matthew Bringelson and the entire police department. Bringelson was scheduled to speak at the American Renaissance Conference this past weekend. The New Century Foundation puts this conference on. The group is labeled by the Southern Poverty Law Center as a white nationalist hate group. I discovered Bringelson also wrote anti-black articles under pseudonym Daniel Vineyard for American Renaissance while he was a high-ranking BPD officer. Meanwhile. Bringleson was hosting a podcast for BPD where he interviewed refugee, LGBTQ, and Asian-American liaison officers, to name a few. This afternoon, I sat down with officers representing the BPD union and the Treasure Valley Fraternal Order of Police. They were quick to condemn Bringleson and what they call his racist views. They say they're extremely shocked a former member, someone they knew for years, had this side to him leaders with the union and the FOP urge their members to fully cooperate with any investigation and be transparent so they can get to the bottom of this and find out whether other bad apples are rotting in BPD. What do you think that does to the reputation of Boise police and really police in general?
6: Do We have an uphill battle to regain the trust of our communities. I've never seen uh, in my career something hit so close to home. I've always thought of this as being a bigger city problem, or an east coast problem, or uh, somewhere not Boise. We have those people who support law enforcement and realize that uh, 99.9% of us are doing the right thing, and you have a certain population that will never trust us no matter what we do. It's the people that are on the fence or in the middle that I think we've probably lost with this. I do think that we are able to salvage that relationship, and it's going to be by the men and women working. The streets that are doing a good job and proving that we are uh, who we say we are
8: that's joe andrioli and he doesn't know how this went undetected for so long but he says Bringleson likely rose through the ranks because he's smart while he's never seen it affect the way bringleson policed Andreoli thinks bringleson's two decade-long career with bpd should be scrutinized to figure out if anything he did was racially motivated
1: there you go boise police department uh, not the best, as far as PR goes, over the uh, last few months, continuing with uh, investigations. And I don't necessarily have a problem investigating this. I know some people claim that, "Hey, he's retired. You know, he has yeah he has his own right. You shouldn't be um, punished by the Boise Police or, Department as a retired yeah, Boise Police Officer, or even
3: investigated because he's not a police officer anymore."
1: However, I think it does bear investigation to find out if his personal thoughts had any bearing on any of his investigations or how he acted as a police officer during those 24 years. I don't think he should be punished for something he has done while he is no longer a police uh, officer by the police department, like trying to take away his pension, uh, something like that. Well, However, in, in you, the, you need to investigate whether he, he, his thoughts and actions yeah. were affected. Part of
3: what's... Interesting about this is they're not only investigating him, but investigating all the people who worked with him, wondering if they knew and about his uh, proclivity and just didn't, uh, didn't ever say anything.
1: Yeah. KBOI Time is 7.15. We'll talk more about this, keep you updated uh, as more of this story breaks. Right now, let's get a check on what's going on with sports. Once again, brought to you by our new sponsors, Pork Belly and CUNA, bringing you this sports update. Uh, get out and find some delicious breakfast, lunch, open 7 a.m. to 2 p.m seven days a week closed on christmas but otherwise they're going to be open get out to fat guy or get out to uh, pork belly and cuna find out exactly um what we're talking about when we say it is delicious
5: <laughs> good morning fresno state beat boise state for the mountain west championship final score was 28 to 16 with more on that we check in with bob beeler
6: The Broncos gave up a 70-yard punt return for a touchdown, and Talon Green threw two interceptions that gave Fresno State short fields that they cashed in for touchdowns. Bright spots in the game for Boise State included Jonah Dalmas, who made all three of his field goals, and Davis Cutter, who had five catches for 93 yards and a touchdown. Yesterday, the Broncos received a bid to play in the Frisco Bowl against North Texas Saturday, December 17th. The game is in Frisco, Texas, and will kick off at 7.15 Mountain Time. Boise State is 9-4 and on the year, while the Mean Green is 7-6. and The Broncos are bowl eligible for the 25th season in a row. Only Ohio State and Georgia have longer streaks. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI.
5: Fresno State with the victory in the Mountain West Championship game over Boise State moves on to play in the L.A. Bowl, their opponent will be Washington State. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report.
2: Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed
0: about your money before the market opens.
2: Sponsored by Tree City
0: Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise.
1: 723, Jeremiah Bates with us once again to talk about your money. Uh, Dow is down over 200 points. For the futures, head of the opening here in a few minutes. Uh, however, something we want to talk about uh, as we are into December, last uh, few weeks of the year. There are some things that people can do uh, before the end of the year and have to be done before the end of the year to help them uh, save money. And wanted to yeah. talk to you a little bit about that today.
9: Absolutely. I think uh, in, in my position, one of the biggest, I guess, fines of, or something that's overlooked that can keep a significant amount of money in your pocket is from the tax situation. And generally, when you wait till the beginning of the year, so January of 2023, it's too late to make these strategic tax moves. So one of the items that I feel is important to point out is the Idaho 529, the ideal savings account. So for if you have kids that you're paying for K through 12 private um, religious school tuitions or public school tuitions, you can contribute up to 10. Well, you can do more than $10,000, but you can deduct up to $10,000 off of your Idaho state income. So meaning if you're just paying for these items, if you're able to use an Idaho 529, you're keeping a significant amount of money back in your pocket. Now you can do a total contribution if you're if you're an individual taxpayer, uh, you can do $6,000 per year off of your Idaho state income as a contribution. Uh, if you're married, filing jointly, you can do $12,000. So it's just low hanging fruit of, tax savings that you can utilize as a Idaho taxpayer now the contributions into this account need to be done before the end of the year additionally let's imagine if you haven't started a 529 yet and you've been paying for education expenses whether you have a child or for yourself you're in you're in college or whatever the case may be you can reimburse yourself meaning if up thus far to date if you've contributed say or you've spent $5,000 on education costs Go open up a 529 and put in $5,000. You can reimburse yourself this year. You get the tax benefit and you're able to put that money back in your account. Um, health insurance, open enrollment, is it, it's done December 15th. So if you have an employer who doesn't offer health insurance or you're self-employed, open enrollment ends December 15th, you'd be surprised at how much money you can save by utilizing the Affordable Care Act, AKA Obamacare. This is something where it's completely dependent on your modified adjusted gross income. And if it, if it is in that certain range, you can, get a, you can get a tax subsidy to help offset those healthcare costs. So I've, I met with a number of households who went under the assumption that health insurance was too expensive and they were paying full pop for it. Bottom line is take a look, see what your income's gonna be, and you can likely get a very affordable healthcare plan for you and your family, depending on where, where, where you fall in the category.
1: All right, and uh, once again, just uh, uh, to let everybody know, all this stuff needs to be done by the end of the year, right, to take advantage of it.
9: Yeah, well, open enrollment, that's December 15th, so the, the, time, the time is a ticking for, to get that piece done. For the yeah. Idaho 529, for you to get a benefit for that contribution in 2022, it has to be done before the end of the year.
1: All right, Jeremiah, we'll uh, keep an eye on the market. Looks like it's going to be opening lower. We'll get an update from you in about an hour and talk to you again tomorrow morning.
2: Thanks, Peace. gents ben shapiro this afternoon at one now back to mike casper
0: and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news
1: talk kboi oh it's the holiday season you know it's the holiday season because we have the 12 days of christmas the uh, idaho's largest toy drive going underway day number 11 two more days seven o'clock tonight and then uh, into tomorrow, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Those are final two days to get your new unwrapped gifts here to the uh, in front of Idaho's Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, stop on by, drop those gifts by. We already have people ready here to unload. I, I see yeah. Idaho Central Credit Union uh, vehicle is out there, flashing lights. They've got their money machine that'll be going here today. Um, If that isn't enough to get you into the holiday spirit, how about this? Remember the scene in the movie Elf when Will Ferrell has spaghetti for breakfast, covers it in candy and maple syrup?
3: (laughs) Yeah. You remember that? The discussion of the four basic food groups. Yeah. I remember that.
1: Now you, yes, you can enjoy some yourself because of a new meal kit version that is coming out today. Warner Brothers has teamed up with HelloFresh, which is a pretty big company. Um, You'll be able to order kits... At com, starting today, each of the meal kit costs $15, makes two full servings of Buddy the Elf spaghetti. Hmm. So the kit includes everything you need. Pasta, marshmallows, various types of candy, maple syrup, chocolate syrup, (laughs) chocolate cereal, and generic coated frosted Pop-Tarts.
3: No candy corn?
1: Um, Yeah, that's part of the candy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they're expected to sell out really fast. So if you want to take advantage of this HelloFresh, go to HelloFreshElfSpaghetti.com. This is not a joke. They're actually doing this and making a limited number available each day, Monday through Friday. They go on sale 1225 Eastern. So uh, coming up at 1025 today, our time, uh, you'll be able to get online and purchase it if you want. You have a maximum of two kits per purchase. Um, take a listen. Here's our commercial.
0: Inside, every Buddy the Elf Spaghetti meal kit, a swirly, twirly, candy adventure.
2: Great gobs of frosting.
0: Buddy the Elf Spaghetti features a blend of essential health food groups, including candy and syrup. So even if you are serving it to someone naughty, there will be room for them on the nice list. Mm. Buddy the Elf Spaghetti, part of a complete breakfast and
1: lunch. So if you wonder why your kids have diabetes and bad teeth... <laughs> Now you know, but at least they'll be in the holiday spirit. KBY Newstime, 744. Let's get another final check on what's going on with sports this morning. It is brought to you by Pork Belly and CUNA. They're the new sponsors. Get into Pork Belly every day. They open up at 7 o'clock, 7 until 2, 7 days a week. Fantastic food. Once again, I've raved about their uh, gravy. The best gravy you're going to find for biscuits and gravy or put your gravy on pretty much anything. Get into Pork Belly and CUNA.
5: Good morning. Boise State's basketball team is now 6-2 and two and has won four straight after they defeated Texas A&M 86-71 in Fort Worth on Saturday. More on that for Bob Beeler today.
6: The Broncos made a season-high 11 threes. Max Rice led the way with a career-high 25 points, and he said a good start helped. We just came out. We, we kind of got the lead early and just held on to it from there. Uh, I think it kind of shows how we're
7: kind of a veteran squad. Uh, we just we just held on to the lead, and, and I don't think it was ever really in doubt. So.
6: Marcus Shaver, Jr. added 20, and the Broncos had two players score 20 or more in a game for the first time since Shaver and Abu Kijab did it last year against UNLV. Up next for the Broncos, Eastern Oregon, and you can hear that game tomorrow night on 670 a.m. at 630. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Other news for Boise State, the Broncos
5: accepting a bid to play in the Frisco Bowl Their opponent will be North Texas. This all comes after the Broncos lost to Fresno State in the Mountain West Championship game on Saturday. Fresno State, with the win, will play Washington State in the L.A. Bowl. That game also played Saturday, December 17th. I'm Rick Worthington.
2: Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the listen live button.
0: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
1: Idaho's largest toy drive underway, the 12 days of Christmas, getting your new unwrapped toys. And uh, once again, we have two more days, today till 7 o'clock, and then tomorrow from 6 a.m. to 7 o'clock here in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. It is Idaho's largest toy drive. A couple of other things to remember. As part of the toy drive, um, this isn't possible without the help of a lot of people coming together to put this 12 days together. Um, and that, those are some of the people that help to make the broadcast possible, TDS Fiber. We're sitting in the TDS Fiber motorhome, for example. That's our command center for 12
3: days. This isn't TDS at all. I mean, it, it's very it's exciting.
1: Uh, Also, Idaho Central Credit Union, Scandinavian Designs. And then, of course, you have uh, places like Metro Express where you can bring in a new unwrapped toy and you can get a free car wash. So you can do that today and tomorrow. Also, Biscuit and Hogs, today only. You've got Biscuit and Hogs, all three of the brunchettes, the Huck House brunchette, Blue Bench brunchette, the original Sunrise Cafes. There are three of those in Middleton, Middleton downtown meridian and downtown or in boise on fairview avenue mm-hmm. um if you get in bring a toy today and you bring in one toy one meal half price you can do it at all the locations if you you can have breakfast you can have second breakfast third breakfast then you could have lunch and then a late afternoon lunch and then dinner if you would like just bring in a toy to each location half off every time you uh, come in today and that's today only if you want to take advantage of that that's just a, a few of the things going on and of course the big people that really help out are you, the listeners, who have uh, helped us raise so many toys. And money. In case you missed it earlier this morning, we now have officially loaded three semi-trailers full of toys. plumb full to the top. And they have been emptied out, and the trailer is plumb full right now. It will be <laughs> emptied out by the Marines later today. And our attempt to get a fourth trailer, which has never happened before. I think we had three no. and a half trailers yes, last year.
3: The difference between full and plumful full is when you say plumful full, it means... I'm not kidding.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, a plumful full means you can't get another bicycle gotcha. crammed in there. You can't get another stuffed teddy... Well, maybe a stuffed teddy bear if you slam it up against the back not, door when you close it.
3: Not even a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> not
1: even a Dr. Seuss book can be put in there. Um, so with that, without your help, this wouldn't be the huge success. And we say success I- in the means of... Success for kids not having to go without this holiday season because you're the ones that helped make that happen. And it's so great and heartwarming to hear the stories of some people who have come in and donated cash, donated their toys, loads of toys, about how they know how it feels because they grew up poor. And they knew what it felt like to wake up and not have anything mm-hmm. to open up on Christmas morning. You
3: don't have to be you know poor, just somewhat unstable is a possibility because mm-hmm. you know people go through... Uh, They go through productive times and and non-productive times, and every now and then, unfortunately, the non-productive times coincide with the Christmas season.
1: We, uh, As Chris mentioned, tens of thousands of dollars in cash. We've had $1,000 donations. We had uh, the $5,000 donation that we had last week that came in here on our show. Nate had a $10,000 donation on Friday. And then people dropping off $5 here, $10 here, $20. Every little bit counts as uh, the Marines will go shopping. And I I would imagine that's fun for the Marines, too. It's like, hey, we can go pick out toys. Darn it.
3: (laughs) I have, uh, Christmas week, of several years ago, I ran into uh, a guy that was just, I won't tell you his name, but he was one of the toughest sergeants you're ever going to meet in your life. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, going through uh, Target, and he was uh, shopping for toys and buying, like, girls dollies and stuff like that. It was funny. <laughs>
1: That's what it, was, it's, it, was,
3: it was very touching because, you know, he wasn't even getting paid extra for that. Yeah,
1: and that's what, I mean, there's a lot of volunteers that take place. Thank you to, we've had volunteers from Micron come out here um, throughout the past uh, t- uh, 10 days um, who have just helped be here unload. Um, you've heard about the uh, Marines. A lot of them are doing this on extra time, so they're not being paid. They're being volunteers also to come out and help you unload the gifts and load up the, the tank. I think a, a seven-ton Going to be out here a little bit later today. That that's what gonna I've heard, up. yeah. yeah. Um, Santa and Mrs. Claus will be here later today. So uh, that will be happening after 3 o'clock. might want to bring your kids in. That will yeah. be a good time to bring the kids in and donate toys. <laughs> Do you know toys. those
3: 7 tons weigh 14,000 pounds?
1: That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I haven't you know, fact-checked that, but that's what I hear. Anyway, it's going on. Idaho's largest toy drives uh, today and tomorrow. Those are the final two days if you want to get in. Um, If you're coming in this morning, uh, allow yourself a little extra time uh, to make your way into work. If you're traveling to Oregon, by the way, my son uh, was due to leave Sunday. He's going to be here for another week. He was uh, supposed to travel through Ah. between Ontario and the Tri-Cities. He doesn't want to
3: go over the blues and the fog, do they? Not allowed. Oh, that's right. Closed. They're, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: closed on the Sunday. about that part of it. Still closed this morning, and they're expecting more snow over the next 48 hours. So, um, and, yeah, and, he's and pretty your, much going to be working from here for the next week. And again. your
3: helicopters in the shop, so nothing's yeah, going nothing. Yeah, nothing's
1: right. going through. He might have to wait until Christmas and uh, go with Santa
2: on his sleigh. Maybe. KBY News Time, seven fifty-six. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper
0: and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
1: Casper and Chris, damn near impossible questions brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. For any and all real estate needs, call 208-888-4128. Chance for you to pick up a $50 gift certificate to Pork Belly and CUNA today. If you can answer our question on the way in 20 minutes. The Empire State Building makes a lot of money from renting out office space within the building, but that's not where the most the money comes from. Where does most of the Empire State's income come from? What is it? If you know the answer, stick around. 20 minutes. First
2: person to answer. We'll get that $50 gift. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI.
0: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
1: Good morning. It is eight oh seven. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for listening in. Phone lines are open to 3700 six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon Wireless. It is Bronco Monday. We'll be discussing the Mountain West Championship. Boise State lost to Fresno State. There is a play of the game, however, mm. we have a fifty dollars gift to be given. If you. you know what that play of the game is coming up to give away uh, just before nine o'clock this morning, okay. We also have uh, Bill Burr. Comedy tickets going to be in town, Ford, Idaho Center, on Thursday evening. We'll have a pair of those tickets coming up here before 10 o'clock that you can win. So those are just some of the reasons why you might want to lock in two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred.
3: 336 3700 Bill Burr is funny if you've seen some of his... Uh... Specials. If you, if you haven't, check them out. They're, yeah. they're, they're available.
1: You might want to download some of his stuff if you don't know who Bill Burr is. He's very, very funny, very popular uh, right now. Um, we've got Bronco Monday on the way here in just about half an hour. Um, once again, uh, Bob Beeler will be with us. We'll talk about the game and the upcoming game in the Frisco Bowl. We'll yeah. also talk a little bit about basketball. Big win for the uh, uh, Boise State Bronco basketball team over the weekend, too. Another thing we'll be talking about uh, next hour, and I want to get your thoughts on this, and that has to do with the uh, dump of uh, Twitter files that uh, Elon Musk released on Friday detailing the company's work with the Biden campaign in 2020 um, on suppression of news reports about Hunter Biden's uh, embarrassing and potentially illegal conduct. And uh, what you think about that particular dump of files Musk said he's got more files, more smoking gun files that he'll be releasing in the upcoming days. Um, I guess this will be the first salvo um, that calls into question current and former intelligence officers roles in dismissing the Hunter Biden laptop story as Russian disinformation and Democrats roles in censoring stories uh, about Hunter Biden and any possible connection to his business dealings with his father. Does this make a difference to you now? Because in, in a way, it it's a little fraud. It's a little fraudulent um, if what uh, has come to light with the release of the files are true. Now, it's not actually true cheating um, voter fraud, but it did influence the election. Or there was an attempt to influence the election. 4.6% of uh, voters that were polled said that had this information come out and been verified as true as it is now they would have changed their vote in the election that 4.6% only
3: 4.6%
1: is enough to change the outcome of the election hmm. that 4.6% who claimed that they would have changed their vote had this information been confirmed was enough to change the battleground states outcome which would have changed the election
3: so 95% of the people who voted uh, either for Biden or against Trump would still do it
1: that according to this poll,
3: okay right so apparently it means a little to a few people it does mean a little, but and, not, not a lot of people apparently
1: but enough to change the outcome of the election
3: yeah, I suppose
1: um, it doesn 't change the outcome of the popular vote, but it would have changed the ele- the electoral vote
3: which is the one we count. which
1: is the one that counts. Um, there's a there's a few things, and we'll talk more about this that I find problematic with this, still to this day. Um, the, the, the the number one thing, um, still bothers me. Biden claiming that he has never had a discussion with his son about his job, his work, his business dealings with China or Ukraine. If you have kids, just floors me. And, and here's the reason why I say that. I, we have seven kids. They're all adult kids. In the last three days, I've had conversation with five of them about their jobs. One of them in the military, he's being deployed again. Just had a discussion with him yesterday. He's being deployed next year. Um, another one um, who just got a new job, got a big raise. Another one who's worried about his job because 75% of his department just got laid off. Doesn't know if he's going to be next. So I had a long conversation about about that with him yesterday, what to expect, what to be doing. Five of our seven kids in the last three days we've discussed their jobs with. And Biden claims he's never discussed his son and his well, job and employment his
3: his job his job is one thing but this is like just different uh you know projects that he's been working on over the years to make money
1: and this is the problem that i have with that if as a candidate for the president of the united states you're hearing rumors which there were lots of rumors only rumors at the time would you not have a conversation with your son on rumors that could affect whether or not you get elected president? Rumors? Would you not, yeah, say, hey, son, I'm hearing a lot of stuff. We've got, we've got news reports. People are writing about you and business dealings that you're having with China, and you get paid $50 million to be on their board even though you don't have any experience. Uh, the rumor is that you're doing this so that it can get access to me as vice president or now president. Is this, is this any, any to of tell this you truth? the truth?
3: To tell you the truth, if I didn't believe the rumors, I wouldn't even bother to talk about it with him.
1: You wouldn't have a conversation with no. your son if you were running no, for president? When, when,
3: really? When, when, he became, uh, when he became vice president, according to Joe Biden, mm-hmm. when he became vice president, he purposely stopped talking about uh, business dealings and whatnot with Hunter, so there would never be any uh, conflict of interest.
1: Now, unfortunately, though, that has been proven true, or not true. Now he has had conversations, we're finding out. Um, And once again, if you're running for president, don't you want to uh, be able to avert anything that could possibly be a problem during your campaign? That's why I think he's had a conversation. Has
3: anyone ever been able to do that?
1: What, have a conversation with your kid? No,
3: go through a campaign without somebody bringing up something from the past.
1: No, that's why you don't ignore it. That's why you want to get ahead of it. So if it does come up in a question, say, in a press conference... You don't look like an idiot and say, oh, we never talk.
3: Well, he doesn't avoid it. He just says it's nonsense.
1: Yeah. And now we're finding out that was 100% not true. It is, actually has happened. It wasn't nonsense. It wasn't Russian misinformation. And even the FBI has said it wasn't Russian misinformation. It actually was happening. Anyway, does this make a difference to you? Just your thoughts, 208-336-3700. We'll talk more about this after the top of the hour. If you want to email us, uh, you can do that right now, Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBOI.com. We'll talk more about this after uh, Bronco uh, Sports Today Uh, coming up here now. We also have a chance for you to get a $50 gift certificate
2: to Pork Belly. That is coming up right after Bronco Sports Today. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton.
0: This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
1: All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. It's brought to you by uh, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, 208-888-4128. Richard is going to get first crack at our question today, at least answering it, getting that $50 gift certificate. Richard, the Empire State Building makes a lot of money renting out office space in their building, but that's not where they get most of their income from. They get their income from selling something else. What is it? Uh, They get most of their income from selling
9: tickets to the Sky High Observatory.
1: Selling tickets to its observation deck. Yes, yes, they make way more money on tourism and selling tickets to the observation deck. That is the correct answer.
3: By the way, if you ever see in in a movie that somebody rushed into the Empire State Building, (laughs) jumped onto the elevator, and went all the way to the top, uh, that's not how it works. You have to wait for a long time. And they take you up to an empty floor, and and they have, like, you know, a, a, a snake line going back and forth there where you wait, and then eventually you get up to the top.
1: Because, uh, obviously, you have to pay somebody to get your tickets to get up there. (laughs) There's that. You you don't just hit the button and go up. Congratulations, uh, Richard. That is right. You've got a $50 gift certificate to Pork Belly and CUNA. Have you ever been? Oh, I have never been there, no. You've never been? All right, I'm going to give you just one piece of advice. I don't care what you order. Whatever it is, just get it with a side of their Pork Belly gravy.
3: You Definitely you will Michael. do.
1: Yep, you'll thank me. Hang on the line, we'll get some info from you. We've got uh, Pork Belly gift certificates to give away all this week for our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. We're not done with the giveaways today. Still on the way for you this morning, Bill Burr, comedian Bill Burr is going to be in town Thursday night, Ford Idaho Center. We've got a pair of tickets to that to give away coming up before 10 o'clock and on the way within the next half hour, we've got Bronco Monday, Bob Beeler will be with us, and we've got the play of the game, Lock, Stock and Barrel $50 gift certificate. If you listen into the post game with Rick Worthington, he chose a play of the game you know what it is a little bit difficult to uh guess (laughs) this week because of the loss
3: yeah i know know what the other teams plays of the game
1: (laughs) Uh, by the way uh we never choose the other teams play of the game there's a hint for you uh but anyway we'll get you a chance to win that coming up here within the next half hour during bronco monday which is on the way next after news
0: this is bronco monday the ball is caught for a bronco touchdown we'll discuss the most recent boise state game and discuss the upcoming schedule now here's mike casper chris walton and the voice of the broncos bob beeler on your flagship for bronco football news talk
1: kboi it is 8.38. He's Chris Waldman, i Mike Casper and Bob Beeler live with us in the uh, studio this morning. We are in the uh, command center, the traveling studio, thanks to TDS Fiber in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. It's day number 11 of Idaho's largest toy drive, but we still got business going on. We still have football to talk about. Fresno State, Boise State, Mountain West championship did not end the way that uh, no. us fans had hoped
3: it would not, end. Not, not the way we had uh, predicted or hoped either one.
6: How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing good. Um,
1: so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the Mountain West game against Fresno State this uh,
6: weekend. You got to be in the stadium. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. My, my thoughts initially were, you know, if you give me a stat line and said win or lose, if you told me Jay Kaner was complete, 17 of 27 passes, uh, one touchdown, uh, no interceptions, and uh, only for 184 yards, I would have said uh, we're going to get the trophy because I thought the defense played extremely well. But uh, the offense was only able to muster one touchdown, had to have three Jonah Dalmas field goals. Uh, special teams gaffes really hurt. Uh, they gave up a punt return for a touchdown. It's the third time this season that an opponent has scored when Boise State was punting twice now on returns, once on a block punt for a touchdown. You know earlier in the season, uh, and and Fresno State just made more of the big plays in the game. But uh, Boise State, I thought their defensive game plan against Hayner, they rushed him. I think they had you know, four sacks in the game, three or four sacks in the game. Um, you know they didn't get any turnovers, but uh, I, I thought played well enough. Uh, the offense. Ran the ball fairly well early and, you know, just didn't, just didn't do enough to put points on the board against Fresno State.
3: If it weren't for that uh, five-minute period during mm-hmm. which there was the punt return and then the interception, uh, it's a completely different
6: game. Yeah, you take away those yeah. two mistakes. Yeah, and then there was another one on the roughing the kicker penalty. It's a 14-9 game. Fresno State has a 4th and 15, I think just short of midfield. And there's a question, you know, whether it would be a roughing the punter or running into the punter. And that's a huge difference on that play because yeah. it's running into the punter. It's a five-yard penalty. Fresno State would have its choice of taking the play where the punt went or whether they wanted to kick it again. But it would only be a five-yard penalty and would not be a first down. But instead, with roughing the punter called, uh, Fresno State got a first down and they were able to cash it in with a with a touchdown pass early in the fourth quarter. I mean, you think about it. They had a touchdown drive of 17 yards off one of the interceptions. The roughing the punter call helped that drive so they basically started over with a first down, uh, you know, around midfield or even into into Boise State territory, and then they got another field, uh, you know, when they were ahead 21 to 9, they got a field of 34 yards to have to do. So, you know, their offense was was helped out greatly. They didn't have to do nearly that much.
3: Yeah, at, at the end of the first quarter, I remember thinking, "Well, our team Really isn't playing that well, but uh, the the good news is neither is the other team mm-hmm. right yeah. now.
1: And I thought a lot of that had to do. I thought both defenses played very very well. I thought yeah. um, Fresno State had a great defensive plan for uh, Boise State. And really, you take away the. I mean, even if you have that interception, which was a you know a bad interception, but even if you you don't even count that, just the the. Special teams, two plays on special teams, ended up with two touchdowns. And even on that punt, I don't know if you saw it in the stadium, um, but on the punt, as soon as he punted that thing and I saw the trajectory, I go, this is a bad punt. This is going to be a big return. And unfortunately, it was a return for a touchdown.
6: Yeah, he had a low. the, The punt that UTEP returned for a touchdown looked the same. It was a low line drive, which allows the return man to catch it. And because it's not high and it's not you know taking hang time, your defenders don't get down there. And Remigio is the best punt returner in the league for Fresno State. So, you know, not surprising that he went the distance. It was his second punt return for a score. But one of the things that's interesting, in college you don't get a lot of rematches where teams play the same team later in the season. We've played now Fresno State four times in, in the playoff game for the, for the league championship, and all four times we had faced them, you know, in a crossover game from the other division. Uh, the losing team won three times out of the four. And in my opinion, in the, in the three years that the losers won, the teams were very close and very evenly matched. 2014 was the year Boise State won twice. That was the Fiesta Bowl team with uh, Jay Ajayi, with Grant Hedrick. That team for Boise State was far superior to what Fresno State put on the field that day. So they were able to win twice. And the other thing taking away from the four games that have been rematches in the championship game, I thought this game was going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, with Hayner at quarterback, with Way Green, and Boise State's offense have been working. But all four rematches, when you add up the total points in the game, lower scoring than the regular season game. And I think, Mike, you mentioned about the defenses playing well. I think it's because in a rematch, maybe the defense has a little bit of an edge because they know more what to expect from the offense.
1: Yeah, you might be right. I mean, uh, in, in Fresno State, you can't take anything away away from them because, um, you know, they did a great job against Green. Green didn't, you know, wasn't able to break out in any way. They did a great job against the receivers, and even after the first mm-hmm. half, you know, where there was some room to run, um, they closed that down. And, and Boise State, for their their side, Mims never got off. You know, you, you would expect, you, you added... Yeah, as we started this thing, if you had looked at the uh Hayner's numbers and you add Mims into that and the numbers that yeah. you know he didn't necessarily have either, you probably would have said Boise State has a really good chance of winning this game.
6: Right. But I also think Boise State's better against the run than they are. I mean everybody looks at the numbers and thinks they're great against the pass. I think they're pretty good against the pass. But I think they're really good against the run. They tackle well, yeah. you know, they cover things and, and the fact that Mims didn't didn't do much did not surprise me. I expected that. It was an
1: entertaining game to watch, to uh, be sure. Um, We're going to take a break here. Um, We now know um, where each team is going to be headed. We knew which... which whoever won the game was going to be going to the uh, L.A. Bowl, Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. We know who Fresno State is going to be playing. More importantly, we know who Boise State is going to be playing and which bowl they're going to be going to. We'll take a break and we'll talk more about this on Bronco Monday. Bob Beeler with us uh, once again. Stick around. Still have that play of the game. We'll give you a chance to win that $50 gift certificate coming up. Lock, stock, and barrel. If you stuck around for the post game on uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, you know the, uh, the play of the game. You could win that $50 gift certificate hang on it's coming up within the next few minutes
0: now back to bronco monday on your flagship for bronco football news talk kboi
1: bob dealer with us once again it is bronco monday uh, talking about boise state we now know um, where they are going to be headed to the uh, frisco bowl and uh, also the the uh, team that they're going to be playing North Texas, we also found out yesterday North Texas uh, fired their head
6: coach. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good sign that your season has been great. They finished 7-6, and six, but they did get to the championship game and lost over the weekend to uh, UTSA, that's U- University of Texas at San Antonio, who was by far and away the best team in Conference USA. So that was not unexpected, 48-27, the uh, Roadrunners ended up winning that game. But North Texas is the opponent they're going to be. It's almost going to be like playing in the potato bowl against Boise State. North Texas is about maybe twenty minutes up the road from Frisco, Texas. So they will basically be playing in their own backyard, not in their own stadium, though. The game will be Saturday, December seventeenth. It'll kick off at seven fifteen Mountain Time. And uh, the coach that was there was a guy named Seth Luttrell. I guess he was given an ultimatum that he needed to win eight games by the president of the university. They won seven, so they push him out. Phil Bennett, who used to be the head coach at SMU at one point, uh, was the defensive coordinator for North Texas. He's going to take over for the game, so North Texas is uh, searching for a head coach at this point. I saw somebody down there tweet, guys, the, the, wish, uh, the, uh, the short list for coaches that North Texas wants, Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, uh, folks like that. I mean, in other words, they're saying you're being unrealistic with what you're, with what you're looking for. So I thought that was a an interesting tweet um, yesterday that I saw. They had about five or six coaches. I think Lincoln Riley was on the list. You know, yeah, everybody would yeah, want yeah, those luck. people, so, right?
3: So this th- this mandate that he had to get eight wins, that must have meant before the bowl game then. Yeah, because they didn't yeah, give so him a chance to yeah, win that eighth yeah. win. Yeah, he,
6: he could have gotten an eighth yeah. win, maybe. Yeah, so... I hope, you know, I hope you look, they spelled that out, right, you know?
1: Yeah, you look at this from the other side. You know, it's unfortunate. I know a lot of people wanted to see uh, Boise State in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Um, however, with this bowl game, this is the first bowl game in, what, three years that Boise State will actually get to play. Now I say yeah. get to because a lot can still happen yeah. because <laughs> well, we had plenty of reasons for the uh, bowl games being canceled in the past. Uh,
6: yeah, COVID last year didn't go to Tucson. The year before, uh, they because of COVID, it was the, the big-time COVID year, they didn't take a bowl bid. Uh, and then, and then there was the loss to Washington. I believe, as I'm going back, was in 19. And then I think 18 was the year we played for 10 minutes in Dallas against Boston yeah. College, right? So yeah. we because played one the... bowl game, one full bowl game since uh, since 2017. <laughs> so uh, wow. looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I haven't looked much at North Texas other than you know their their, their games that they've played, uh, who they've lost to. UNLV beat them pretty easily in Vegas early in the season when UNLV was playing pretty well, 58. 27, But a couple things jump out at me. They have three running backs that have all rushed for more than 500 yards on the season. So it looks like this team runs the football fairly well. Uh, the quarterback, Austin, it looks like Oni or something like that, is his last name. 56% completions. He's thrown for over 3,300 yards. Pretty good touchdown to interception ratio. Looks like no receiver sticks out, meaning it's more like Boise State's by committee. They have, it uh, looks like, five different receivers that have between 22 and 37 catches. So, um nothing like it doesn't look like they've got that, you know, one guy. I, well, and I take that back. Maybe on defense. KD Davis has 132 tackles on the season. That's a lot of tackles. That's a lot person. of tackles.
3: You got to love a defender that goes by his initials, yeah. too. I mean, we have some of those.
6: Yeah. KD, JL, um, DJ. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: You know, uh, another thing gets, that gets lost in this is Boise State still has a chance to get to 10 wins, mm-hmm. double-digit wins with this game, which if you had looked when Boise State was 1-2 and two and 2-2, two, and you probably thought there was no way that that was ever going to happen this season.
6: Well, they had a good season. I mean, you know, yeah, Fresno really State's did. a good football team. I mean, I mean, you know, you get to a championship game, you know, it, it's not like you're playing somebody in the bottom half of the league. You're playing somebody that's really good. So, yeah. you know, would Boise State's... Maybe special teams in offense, could they have played better? Yes, the answer to that is yes. But, you know, Fresno State's doing things on the other side, too. So uh, I know Boise State's happy that, uh, you know, that they uh, are getting a pre Christmas game because it makes things a little easier. You can send the guys home for Christmas and then come back after New Year's and, you know, begin anew for the, for the next season. So I think that well, was, was something that, that, that I would think they would view as a plus.
1: The other plus for this thing also happens to be that Andy Avalos has to love this trip because he wants to play more games in Texas, mm-hmm. hot recruiting bed, and he's got 12 players on the team now who are from Texas, so family yeah. gets to visit and watch the game. Plus, it helps in recruiting in Texas. Yeah,
6: I think it does. And and, and they're off this week recruiting because, remember, the early signing day is coming up. I think it's like two weeks from uh, last Wednesday, so... Uh, you know and, and and something when they put that early signing day in, in in the middle part of December, I thought it would be about 50, 50. I thought about fifty percent of the kids would sign, and fifty percent would hold off. It's about 90 right, yeah. 10. I mean <laughs> I, this shows you what I knew. you know when you look at a rule, you're kind of like, okay, who's it going to benefit? And to be honest, it's benefited teams like Boise State, in my opinion, because you don't have to, uh, you know wait. Uh, you don't have to hold your recruits until February. So I I think it's been good, and Boise State's done a nice job with it.
1: All right, we'll take a quick break. It is uh, Bronco Monday. Once again, still have that lock, stock, and barrel gift certificate we'll be giving away for the uh, play of the game here in a few minutes. When we come back, we're going to talk a little about uh, men's basketball. Don't go away.
0: Now back to Bronco Monday on your flagship for Bronco football. News Talk KBOI.
1: All right, uh, just a little time left in Bronco Monday here. Uh, Boise State had a big win over the weekend and another game coming up tomorrow night.
6: Yeah, we've got a big win over Texas A&M, 86-71 in Fort Worth. Boise State never trailed. Uh, 25 points for Max Rice, 20 for Marcus Shaver. Tomorrow on Bronco Tuesday, we're going to hear from Leon Rice as we get you ready for a home game with Eastern Oregon tomorrow night. But Boise State, guys, 3-0 and in basketball against Power Fives, having beaten Colorado, Washington State, And the latest one, Texas A&M.
1: Not too shabby. Um, And then uh, we'll talk a little bit more, get in a little more in-depth about uh, how Boise State basketball uh, team is looking. Also, the uh, win down in Texas. We'll do uh, that coming up here a little bit more uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, We'll also be talking about Boise State gymnastics on Bronco Tuesday coming up tomorrow morning too, correct?
6: Those are the two sports we're going to be taking a close look at tomorrow.
1: All right. uh, That'll be coming up tomorrow morning. Now, um, as... You expected, and as we've been telling you, we've got a fifty dollars gift certificate to Lock, Stock, and Barrel. If you listen to the post game, Rick Worthington uh, picks a uh, play of the game after every game, and that includes the Mountain West Championship. It'll also includes the uh, Frisco Bowl. But if you know, if you listen in, you know the play of the game. Call us up right now two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred, and just tell us what that play of the game is. If you know the actual play of the game you get that $50 gift certificate once again to Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Great place to go on Sundays, by the way, where you can get dinner for two, a prime rib dinner for two for only $50, so you can use it for that. But anyway, 208-336-3700. Play of the game. If you know it, call in now to win.
0: Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
1: All right, it is uh, time. Once again, we have the uh, play of the game. Rick Worthington gave it to you after the game, uh, in the post game, after the Mountain West Championships this past weekend. $50 gift certificate. We've been giving these away uh, from Lockstock Stock, and Barrel all season. Thank you to Lockstock Stock, and Barrel for donating the $50 gift certificates. Um, and this morning, we have another one if you know the play of the game. Tamara is going to get first crack at our play of the game. Uh, Tamara, what was the play of the game?
8: The play of the game was Davis Cutter making the one and only touchdown that we had from Taylor Green.
6: All right, let's find out if that was it. Green gets the snap, looking downfield to throw. Green down the middle, ball caught by Cutter. Cutter caught it at the 35, inside the 30. He's going to score! Davis Cutter with a great cut. 52 yards to Davis Cutter, and Boise State adds six more to the cause. It's 28-15. to 15.
3: Wow, who knew that Cutter would be a great Cutter?
8: <laughs> yes, huh? it wasn't that wonderful for him.
6: It's a <laughs> six-year.
1: So my guess is, Tamara, that you actually listened to the post game because you were so I sure did. of
2: it. I well, did. I it... did. For, for the first time, your last two people have not listened.
3: Oh, <laughs> that's true. You're right.
1: Well, congratulations! Uh-huh. It paid off for you. We've got a fifty dollars yes. gift certificate now to Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Uh, thank you for listening in. More importantly, congratulations for getting the play of game. Much appreciated. Uh, Hang on the line. We'll get some information from you. Uh, By the way, have it on good authority that we will have another $50 gift certificate after the uh, Frisco Bowl coming up here. Uh, Once again, compliments of lock, stock, and barrel. So make sure you're listening into the Frisco Bowl. That will be coming up December 17th, North Texas. That's who Boise State is going to be playing in the Frisco Bowl, uh, 7-15 kickoff. So you'll be staying up late December 17th to listen to the postgame when Rick will uh, choose his play of the game, and then the following Monday we'll give you a chance to get that final $50 gift certificate this year to Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Still on the way for you uh, this hour, Bill Burr is going to be at the Ford Idaho Center coming up this Thursday night funny comedian, uh, one of the top touring comedians in the nation right now. Um, we've had uh, really good luck with touring comedians. We had Kevin Hart here last week. Mm-hmm. Bill Burr is coming in this week. We've got free tickets for you, so sometime before 10 o'clock going to give you a chance to answer and uh, or just get the tickets. 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless if you want to uh, have a chance to win those. We'll be looking for caller number 6. Don't call now. We'll tell you when that cue to call is happening sometime within the next 45 minutes. Um, We're live from Idaho's largest toy drive once again. This is uh, the final two days. You have today and tomorrow, as we wrap up the 12 days of Christmas, Toys for Tots. It's Idaho's largest toy drive, 75th anniversary for Toys for Tots. Um, We've still got a lot of things that are going on here today.
3: It's 75 years and 11 days old.
1: Yes, it is. Um, And don't forget Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Uh Santa Claus and his his wife are going to be here uh, a little bit later today and tomorrow. So if you want to bring the kids out, good place to uh, not only donate your toys, but have them Maybe a chance to talk with uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus. So that's going to be happening here uh, during the Nate Shellman show coming up this afternoon. Uh, That'll be after 3 o'clock, sometime after 3 o'clock. Some of the other things we have going on, Idaho Central Credit Union will have their uh, money machine uh, coming in a little bit later today. If you're just tuning in and wondering how we are uh, doing so far as we head into day number 11 of the uh, 12 days of christmas and idaho's largest toy drive over the weekend filled up another semi-trailer so that gives us full three full semi-trailers working on a fourth we've got tens of thousands of dollars in cash that has been uh, donated so far Um, continue with the cash if you want to bring in a new unwrapped toy today you can do it here if you want to bring in a whole load of toys we've seen a boatload of toys we've seen a hearse full of toys i gotta
3: tell you even though they call those semi-trailers they're actually full trailers yes they are um
1: you also have the uh, pickup trucks suvs who have been loaded down and the great thing is if you don't want to get out of the uh out in the cold we have volunteers here every minute of the day who will unload your vehicle for you a couple of other specials going on for the next two days um today and today only remember If you want to get into any one of Boomer's restaurants, we're talking Biscuit and Hogs. We're talking the original Sunrise Cafes. There are three of them, one located in Middleton, downtown uh, Meridian, and on Fairview in Boise. Any one of those original Sunrise Cafes or the three brunchettes. Now, there are two here in the Treasure Valley, one in McCall. Uh, The brunchette in McCall is brunchette on the lake. Mm -hmm. You have Blue Bench brunchette across from Hillcrest Country Club, Mm -hmm. and you have the Huck House brunchette. Any one of those locations and restaurants today, if you want to get in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, bring in one new toy and you get one meal at 50% off.
3: That sounds good.
1: And then Boomer tomorrow, of course, will be uh, delivering those toys, dropping them off here to uh, add to our growing number of toys that are uh, out and going to be put out to uh, kids throughout the extended Treasure Valley, for this holiday season. Keep in mind, if you are going to donate now, our toy drive goes till tomorrow at 7 Mm p.m. If you are going to continue, maybe you couldn't get in here, but you still want to be a part and donate toys. Um, Their mission this year, they're taking toy donations up until December 15th. That's the final day that they can take toy donations so that they can make sure that they get out in time for Christmas 10 days
3: later. There has to be some prep time because the parents need to know that their kid is getting something, so... They can be a little cheery themselves.
1: Yes. Um, And I've seen, even on uh, social media, some people asking about how they can um, get their kids toys from Toys for Tots. If you are wondering how to do that, um, you just want to Google Toys for Tots in Boise, and there's an application process that you fill out, get the names and all that, um, because they need to know, you know, if you have a boy or girl, the ages of those kids to make sure that the toys match up. Um, so there is an application project, process that you have to go through if you want to make sure. If you're one of those people who are going to be lacking in toys for your kids this year, um, this is a great way to do it. And a huge thank you to everybody who has been involved. A huge thank you to everybody who has donated so far this year um, and those who are still planning. Once again, today up until 7 o'clock and then 6 a.m. to 7 o'clock tomorrow to donate. Thank you to our uh, sponsors. Also, um, Idaho Central Credit Union, who, by the way, is supposedly supposed to be here today with their cash money machine. Um, TDS Fiber, Scandinavia Designs. Um, also a huge thank you to Franz Woody, Bob's Restaurant in Napa, Canyon Marine, and so, so much more um, for helping to make all of this possible. It is so much appreciated to help make this a success every year. And it takes, this is one of those things, I know we've talked about, you know, in the past, a lot of things, it takes a village. This really is one of those things where it does take a village.
3: Yeah, we're across the street from the village.
1: We had, uh, the uh, Once again, the parking lot. This is one of the busiest times of the year for Sportsman's Warehouse. Right. And they allow us to take up probably 50 spots in their parking lot during their busiest time of year. That's that's a huge thing just in helping us get all of our items out here and parked with the tents, the semi, the uh, TDS fiber motorhome. Huge thank you to them. Um, there's so many people that help to make this uh, possibility and getting this together every single year and hoping to make it bigger than last year. We're on our way. Like I said, three semi-trailers are already full, working to get that fourth. We can't do it without your help. So bring in your new toys uh, today up until 7 p.m. and then tomorrow 6 a.m. to 7 once again we'll take a break uh phone lines are open 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless uh we've also had emails coming into this morning um talking about a couple subjects that we brought up already this morning city of boise has uh placed their opa director uh on administrative leave officer of police accountability that happened on friday we'll talk a little bit about that your thoughts uh on that uh investigation that is going on with the former boise Police Department captain who uh, has retired, but was basically being investigated for possibilities of racism while he was a member of the Boise Police Department because of his appearance at uh, a white nationalist convention a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Even we'll ta- under a pseudonym. Yep. Um, and we'll also talk about the release of Twitter files that came on Friday um, in the, the pursuit of Big tech Uh, and uh, democratic collusion of censorship with uh, Twitter having to do with the 2020 election. We'll get your thoughts on that and more all coming up. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com, or text us at 208-336-3700. Tonight
0: at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700,
1: pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to uh, email us, you can also do that. Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Lisa writes in, um, Mike, of course you're talking to your kids about their jobs. They are normal people with normal jobs. Biden was vice president, is president of the United States, and Hunter is strung out on every drug out there. I sincerely doubt you would be talking to Mike Jr. if you had the highest security clearance in the U.S. with your meth head son. You can't keep your personal relationships off the air. You're a notorious name dropper. You claim to know every cop, golfer, chef, business owner, etc. in the area. Some of us are a bit more discreet. Um, Lisa, you're an idiot. (laughs) If you think that because I was president, I wouldn't talk to my son about doing drugs and strung out on meth. You're an absolute idiot, because yes, I would. And by the way, President Biden admitted to helping his son, who was strung out on drugs, get into rehab. Mm-hmm. He has talked to his son, even though he had a high clearance. And by the way, if I had the highest clearance in the nation, I would want to know if my son was strung out on drugs and doing anything to hurt my possible
3: presidency. That As- that would seem vaguely important, wouldn't it?
1: As far as dropping names, I haven't dropped any names. Um, I do know a lot of people. I've bl- lived here in Idaho my entire life. I know a lot of people in the Treasure Valley. So in not making stuff up, yeah, I sometimes talk to people and ask them about it. Who happen to be experts? So, wow. I, I don't I don't know who peed in your Cheer- Cheerios this morning, but sorry about that.
3: How do You really feel
1: that's how I. I mean, it's like, yeah. If you, apparently, she doesn't have kids. That's the only thing I can say is I, I don't. I don't want to allude that she doesn't. But if you think that parents aren't going to talk to their kids just because they're the president of the United States and their kid is dressed, messed up on drugs, you're you're sadly mistaken. Brian writes in uh, this morning, Mike at KBOI.com. Hi guys. So I have a nephew who is the family protester. <laughs> Which is fine. He feels the need to join protest for the latest thing in uh, news. And recently, it's been climate change. He's going somewhat uh, on a movement that is pointing fingers at all the volcanoes going off. Uh, Mauna Loa in Hawaii and the one in Italy, Stromboli. My nephew is claiming fossil fuel use is the direct cause of these volcano eruptions. I'm no geologist, but I told him these are not related. Do you guys agree?
3: That's that's one I hadn't heard about before.
1: I have not heard about that uh, climate
3: change. I mean, uh, I, I know supposedly fracking causes earthquakes, at least small ones.
1: I did I did not realize that uh, burning fossil fuel caused volcanoes. I guess my my question would be because we have a lot less volcanoes happening now than we have in the history of the world. What fossil fuels being burned previously would have caused those volcanoes to be going off before there was burning of fossil fuels? Well, come
3: on. It was the olden days. Volcanoes were different. <laughs> I have no idea.
1: They, they, were, they were much less political back in the olden <laughs> days. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
3: volcanoes used to be free. Uh, Mike writes in and says, There is Trump news more significant then other hunter and joe biden allegations check it out just last saturday on his truth social network trump wrote do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner or do you have a new election a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules regulations and articles even those found in the constitution Trump doesn't know that the Constitution is not like a spouse. You can't just get rid of it when it's no longer suiting your purpose. It's no shock that Trump again would prove that his mind is unsound. However, now the prime issue is where is the Republican Party leadership's condemnation of Trump's move to terminate all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution? What does soon-to-be House Leader Representative Kevin McCarthy say What does Senator McConnell say? What does the Republican National Committee say? How about Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Pence, and DeSantis? With rare exceptions, Republican leaders have developed mutism. Are their responses stunted, limited by fear of Trump? That's from Mike.
1: I will say that there are some people that read his quote differently. And I know there are media outlets that said that he was calling for the overthrow of the Constitution. And other people are saying, if you read the quote, he was saying the Constitution was overthrown because of what happened with the 2020 election. One
3: one of the legislators, uh, there was a Republican legislator that was on TV last night. And he's not somebody that I would want to have speaking for me because somebody asked him, you know, how can you still support Trump after he said drop the Constitution? And the guy says, oh, well, you know, with Trump. Uh, Some of what he says is true, and some of it's just fantasy. And then the next question was, so why are you supporting him for president if that's the (laughs) way he is? And, you know, the guy looks like, you know, you can't disqualify someone just because they fantasize a lot.
1: Scott uh, writes in, uh, same subject here, Mike at KBY.com. Read his comments that are quoted again. Not what the media is trying to tell you what he means. Read his actual quote. Here's his quote. A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founding fathers did not and did not want or would not condone false and fraudulent elections. My take is that he is saying by allowing the fraud, you're allowing for the termination of the Constitution. Far different than actually calling for an end of the Constitution, constitution as some would have you believe. The media in general is part of the problem here so he takes the quote a completely different way which i think everybody's trying to read in what he meant you know what i mean by you have you have two different takes on this quote one saying hey he's calling for the overthrow of the constitution and another person reads it and says if you allow what happened to happen with no repercussions you're allowing the overthrow of the constitution so you're trying to read into it two different ways from two different sides And unless Trump comes out and says, no, this is what I meant himself, you, you just have opinion on what people are trying to say that he meant.
3: Mike from Garden City, different Mike, says, I can't believe I am writing this. But the leader of the Republican Party said the Constitution should be terminated so he can overthrow the 2020 election and install himself as president. And GOP officials and voters still support him. If you don't see the problem with this, you are the problem.
1: See, and once again, that's not what he said. The actual quote, a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founding fathers did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections, unquote. I don't know what that means. You can, you can say what you think it means, or what he was meaning to say,
3: It sounds like he's saying in most cases we would have to follow the Constitution to the letter, but not when uh, something shady happens. 208-336-3700,
1: Town 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you want to weigh in, you can uh, call us up. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. We'll take a break. News coming up here next at the uh, bottom of the hour. When we come back, we're going to get another update on uh, what's going on, the final two days uh, here of Idaho's largest toy drive. Captain Johnson, Inspector Instructor is uh, with us. He's the one that inspects the toys and instructs us how to use them. I don't think that's true either. I'm just saying that. Um, we'll be talking with him coming up here next afternoons at the bottom of the hour.
0: Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are our news talk on KDOI.
1: Idaho's largest toy drive underway. We're down to the final two days. Seemed like it just started... Nine days ago. Ten days. Eleven days ago.
3: Something like that, yeah. Something
1: days. It's day number 11 of the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, once again, uh, this morning, just to give us a quick update, Captain Johnson is uh, here. We had talked to you uh, last week, and that was back when we only had two semis full of toys. Now, we, uh, after the weekend, we're into our uh, three-plus semi that we are loading up. So we've got three semis working on a fourth over these final two days How are things going on your end? I know I know. there's a large vehicle on the way here this morning
7: Yes, yeah, so uh, for the last couple days of this drive We're going to bring out the uh, big guns um, Kind of <laughs> make our presence known here in uh, Treasure Valley Now that we have this uh, new unit set up And uh, bringing in one of our uh, light armored reconnaissance vehicles um, To come out here to the toy drive Just to kind of uh, show the Marine Corps presence here in Treasure Valley Light armored
1: doesn't really mean light, does it? No.
7: <laughs> Lighter than a tank.
3: <laughs> okay. I think should what should say that. Lighter it, than a tank. What it means is, hey, you, don't
1: get used to seeing the light.
3: <laughs>
1: um, so you're going to be uh, unloading um, the semi today, right, because it's plumb full, and now we've got a fourth semi load that we can start today, correct? Yes. How many of the toys of the uh, previous two, that have already been uh, unloaded and taken back to the warehouse. How many of those toys have already been disseminated uh, across
7: to kids across Treasure Valley? So we've already filled um, orders for, so every application has roughly three to four children on it, um, on average. Mm-hmm. And we've already filled 3,223 applications. Wow, that is awesome. So we're about halfway done for the year. So okay. you're talking ten, twelve, thirteen thousand 12 13,000 kids. Uh, last year we did uh, 12,250 kids in Treasure Valley. Can you, more than that this year. Can you tell, um, based on with what's
1: going on with the economy, higher inflation, and things like that, are you getting more requests this year than last year?
7: Yes, there has been a, uh, a surge in requests. Um, the year, uh, well, COVID had a big impact, and then last year we saw a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a wane in the numbers. It kind of lowered a little bit. And this this uh, year we're actually seeing a lot more than we've ever seen in at least the last six years I've been involved with the program.
1: That's awesome. Once again, um, give us an update. Final day to donate for you guys to be able to get it out in time. And Christmas is when?
7: We're asking for all the donations to be in uh, no later than uh, December 12th, which is uh, the end of next weekend. And then we're trying to get all of our orders disseminated um, no later than December 20th. But our real goal is really to have all those orders to uh, the families by the seventeenth.
1: All right, and and once again, just give an update. If somebody listening and you're sitting there trying to figure out how your kids are going to have a Christmas because you aren't going to be able to afford it this morning, how
7: how would a a parent? So if you go to our website, the easiest way is just to put it in a search engine and type out uh, Boise Toys for Tots. It's also uh, Boise uh, TAC ID. Uh, Toys for Tots, um, and that's our actual website. Um, And then on there, there's a way to there's three little tabs, uh, very easy. One's to donate, one's to volunteer. If you want to come to our warehouse, now that the toy drive is coming to a close, we really need uh, volunteers. Our warehouse is located at the Boise Outlet Malls. And then the uh, final one, if you would like to request a uh, toy for your child, you just go in there and click in. There's a small application um, that you fill out, and then that gets directed to us. And and
3: We've had several inquiries in the last several days uh, out here about, you know, how do you get a child on the list? And that's how to do it. Then.
7: That, that's exactly how you do it. It's actually fairly simple. The, um, uh, as far as the application uh, goes, it's very uh, basic information, just uh, so we know what kind of toys we need to give to the kids.
1: All right. Uh, Captain Johnson, inspector, inspector, instructor, thanks for uh, giving us that update. Um, I don't know if we're going to have a chance to talk to you one more time tomorrow morning, our final day here. Um, if we do, great. If not, it was great talking with you. Um, Thank you especially for sharing your story last week, Um, an amazing story and why this is so near and dear, close to your heart and the way that you grew up with Ten brothers and sisters, is that correct? Ten, bro- yeah. Ten yeah, that's
7: correct. <laughs> Actually, uh, my, my mother even drove all the way out here to uh, participate in the teddy bear toss that we had this last oh, week. That, that is awesome. Um, and then the other thing that we have going on, uh, there's a couple more events we have throughout the season. All those events are listed on our website if you'd like to come to any one of those uh, events throughout Treasure Valley. Um, and then uh, definitely come by uh, Sportsman's Warehouse uh, for Idaho's largest toy drive. This is the one event that uh, really props up and makes uh, Toys for Tots possible with the amount of donations that come through um, KBY here.
1: All right. Thank you once again,
7: Captain Johnson.
1: Um, uh, wishing you great success, and we'll be watching for the uh, light armored vehicle that should be showing up. It's the only reason it's light is because it's not as
7: big as a tank. That's correct. <laughs> I believe they still weigh 38 tons. Uh, yeah, that wow. That doesn't, doesn't sound very light to me.
1: That's like referring to Chris and I as light uh, morning yeah, show I'm <laughs> It's morning uh, show light. Yeah, thank you very much for showing up. Much appreciated. <laughs> thank you, sir. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Lisa wrote back in uh, again this morning. Of uh, Yes, of course you would talk to your son about his drug habits, but you wouldn't tell him all about your job or give him your laptop password, you're the one whose Cheerios have been peed on. Lisa, I don't think you have an understanding of what's going on here. Hunter Biden was not asking for President Biden's laptop or the password to get into the presidential or vice presidential laptop. That is not what this story is about in any way, shape, or form. This has to do with a Hunter Biden laptop that some people claim and we don 't know because the information has not all been released, even though the FBI apparently has had the a, uh, laptop for two years now.
3: they reported a chain of custody problem
1: so there there is nothing here about President Biden sharing his laptop or password. This is all about Hunter Biden and whether or not um, there 's information on his laptop that would connect him to possibly dealings having to do with, with China and getting access to the vice president at the time or the president. Um, Kevin McCarthy, who could be uh, might possibly be the new speaker, um, said over the weekend after this came out, said the deluge of documents Mr. Mr. Musk made late Friday called into question the roles of dozens of current and former intelligence officials who dismissed the laptop as Russian information operation. Those intelligence, former intelligence officials, include former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, former CEI Director uh, and Defense Secretary Leon Panetta, former CEI, CIA Director John O'Brennan, and former CIA, CIA Director Michael V. Hayden, all of them said the laptop computer looked like Russian disinformation operation. The emails also refuted Biden's claims that he never spoke with his son about overseas business deals. So these are these are all things that will be coming out, probably not till after January, because yeah. the Democrats aren't going to investigate this while they're in power. This will be something that Republicans uh, in the House, um, with committees, will be investigating probably so, after the first of the year. So
3: yeah, we're one month away.
1: Yeah. Um, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg recently disclosed that Facebook censored online discussions of the story after receiving FBI warnings about the authenticity of the laptop computer.
3: That's problematic. Yeah, because If you want to blame that on somebody, make it the FBI.
1: <laughs> that, that, that might be a little problematic if, if that does indeed turn out to be true. I don't know. And, and right now, there's the only people that you can really say no for sure might be the fbi hunter biden joe biden
3: and god well we've heard from a lot of those people
1: not a lot of or not everybody though No, not everyone yeah uh keith writes in mike at KBOI.com, it's now confirmed that the fbi had the hunter biden laptop a year before the 2020 election that's right, they knew it wasn't Russian hacked material, and, it, and uh, still the FBI lied to Twitter, Facebook, and the American public. The question is, why? I don't know, unless you're one of those people that believe they did it to help out the presidential election for Joe Biden. My question would be, I, I, I get all this, and maybe none of this ends up being anything But there should be an investigation. I do have a question, um, because part of the information that came out on Friday that Elon Musk released was the Democratic National Committee was trying to censor and get Twitter to censor items about the computer. So beyond, if if you're trying to get things, you know, saying that it's not true, why is the Democratic National Committee corresponding and saying you need to stop talking about this you need to delete these twitter accounts if it has nothing to do with influencing the election why is a democratic national committee committee involved well, in trying to get things off twitter about hunter if, Biden?
3: if they are positive it's not true and it could affect votes then i would probably do the same thing
1: but how would they know it's true or not
5: they
3: i guess they just think it's not
1: that's my point you're, you're trying to influence an election not knowing whether something is true or not. I don't, I don't have a problem. If Joe Biden, because if, if me personally, if my kid was featured, you know, having sex with a prostitute, um, smoking crack cocaine, and pictures of that were being tweeted out or stories about that, as a dad, I would want that taken off and deleted from Twitter also. However, to my opinion, Democratic National Committee doing it is different. They're not his father. They're not trying to get rid of embarrassing things about their son. Well, it's the Democratic get, National Committee they, trying uh, to influence an election.
3: But they are trying to get rid of embarrassing things about the family of their candidate.
1: I understand that. Should the Democratic National Committee be doing something like that to influence an election?
3: If Especially they, now that I mean, it's if, come to if, light if that seri- all of it was true. If Well, if they seriously thought it wasn't then I don't blame them.
1: But now we find out it is true. Even, even, was it CBS? It took 769 days, but even they admit it now that it's true. We'll take a break. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We have the Bill Burr. Stand-up comedy tickets. Thursday night, would you like them? Caller number six. They're yours right now. 208-336-3700. pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless.
2: Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com.
0: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
1: This is going out to Brett Kapser of Caldwell. Caller number six picked up a pair of tickets to see Bill Burr Thursday at the Ford Idaho Center. Congratulations. We'll have more tickets to give away this week. Keep listening in.
3: Sounds like a good idea.
1: Um, great comedian, by yeah, the way. Bill Burr. Very funny. Um, tickets are still available if you want to pick yours up. Um, and once again, you can listen here to news talk KBOI. Yeah, I would say if you Do don't it. know anything
3: about Bill Burr, definitely look him up on the internet and watch some stuff. Yeah. Watch,
1: watch some of his stand uh, comedy. Uh, once again, if you want to uh, get an idea of who he is, um, 208-336-3700, pound 670, uh, on your Verizon wirelesses, some emails, uh, coming in this morning, uh, Mike at KBOI.com. Um, Chris at KBOI.com is also another number, uh, that you can get in. Um, we've got an email. No name on this one. says, hi, Mike. The loonies on the left believe the oil we pump out of the ground was there to lubricate the movement of the tectonic plates, which causes volcanoes and uh, earthquakes. That's well, there Fred, you go. Fred and Council. <laughs> oh, the oil is lubricating. I get
3: it. Joe F. says the problem with the argument that Trump wasn't saying terminate the Constitution is that it assumes the election was rigged. That's just not true, as proven by over 50 court cases failing and Republicans in swing states certifying well-run elections. Trump is one sick puppy. His followers are a cult that ignores reality.
1: Here's the problem with that. You're assuming that nothing that happened with the release on Twitter Friday caused an influence in the election. If they were specifically trying to influence the election, and I'm, I'm not saying they were because I don't know, but if they were specifically influencing an election with social media, the DNC, and the FBI specifically releasing wrong information or censoring information so that it didn't get out to the public specifically so that people wouldn't know about the information before the 2020 election, that's called influencing an election. And it may not be quite as bad as actual fraudulent votes but once again just as illegal if that is proven to be the case and we don't know there hasn't been an investigation but based on um the email emails that were released by twitter on friday it's sure looking like it
3: Jana says i love bill burr he was also on the mandalorian was
1: he oh that's right he was i completely forgot he was on The Mandalorian. I did like him on The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, 208-336-3700. Count 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, emails uh, also to get to this morning. Um, the, uh, the no name on this one, I don't think. No. It says, in which direction has Trump been focused for the last two years? Like those of us who love this country and are more informed than just the shallow level the mainstream media would have us. Um, and... Trump has been continually focused on the 2020 election, how it was stolen from him and how we need to remove the corruption in our government. Of course, his present comment in the same thought, um, the present uh, government threw away the Constitution. See, and that's what he makes the point of you have people thinking with what he said in his quote. On his social media parlor this last weekend, some people believe that he's trying to get rid of the Constitution. Other people are saying that he believes that the Constitution was thrown away by what happened in the 2020 Constitution already. You would have to ask him what he actually means well, yeah. in, instead of trying to go by, you know, what... What is said and trying to give your own opinion on that. I don't. I don't know, and until he says one way or the other, we won't know. That's about it for us here today. Uh, Idaho's largest toy drive continues. Toys can be given all the way up till seven o'clock tonight, and uh, once again, uh, six a.m. to seven o'clock tomorrow. We'll be broadcasting right here.